0: Welcome, everyone, to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. This show is all about serving, and guess what? Got one of the top servants in the world in the financial industry, money. We all want money, but we want the right, done it right way, and I found the guy that can do it. Chuck, welcome to the
1: show. Thank you, Steve. Happy to be here.
0: My quick question when I see money, how do you serve people with money, That's a tough question, but how do you serve your clients when it comes to money and their financial needs?
1: Well, uh, first, we start with a conversation about what's important to them. And if you will, I always start with the end in mind. And the money becomes the instrument that lets them get there. And the business is the instrument that gets them the money. So I've got a longer rendition of this, but uh, the story is that I sit down over coffee like we're doing right now and hear what's important to them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's what's going to motivate them. And then we talk about uh, the kind of finances they need to get there and the way the business can drive that so as you've seen you didn't mention it but the name of my business is more profit more freedom and so it's more profit to give you more freedom to do what you love
0: and you're the owner of the more profit more freedom correct Uh, and i love that you brought freedom in with profit i understand it but let the audience know why would you bring those two words together because they're powerful words
1: well uh, i had the luxury of working with other business partners that um, help me understand what's important to business owners. So it includes um, very often being independent um, and uh, having uh, a reasonable lifestyle based on a profit and having more freedom. Now it includes also apropos of, of being a servant with heart, making a contribution. So it's putting those things together. And it resonated with me because of my background. Um, I have been an entrepreneur. My former wife was an entrepreneur and my dad was an entrepreneur. And uh, when I grew up, my dad had a uh, water bottle business, you know, the um, filtered water distributorship. And I got to see business owners and I saw the mm-hmm. impact that they had on communities. And wow. I believe that it is the best way that I can contribute. Working with businesses is the best way that I can contribute to creating stable communities, not only for ourselves, but for our children and the generations to follow. That's what gets me up in the morning. And that's what I do what I do.
0: Great passion. That's very cool. I love that passion because you're helping others. On your website, you it says about you asking the right questions. I'm going to flip that a little bit because we all know money you want to. But shouldn't the potential client or client itself ask the right questions to you to help you guide you th- to help them help you guide them through their journey?
1: Um, it's a conversation. Yeah. And it turns out that. um I will ask them questions, and then I listen, and that provokes uh, questions for them. You know, my questions provoke their questions. So it is a conversation. Um, You know, initially, uh, they will ask questions of me to, uh, if you will, the initial meeting is a qualification process. I'm qualifying them, and they're qualifying me. And so they will ask me uh, about those things that are important. Um, 50% of the women, of the people I work with are women. Mm -hmm. And the other day, one of my potential clients said, how would you serve me as a woman? And I let her know that, as you'll hear more later, uh, working with their stakeholders is important. And so I have ways of providing a mastermind group of women so that she can have the perspective of other people in the same kind of uh, situation as she is. Um, So, you know, they can, they will ask me questions like that. What is your experience dealing with um, this kind of issue? And then it allows me to tell a story. Uh, about how I've worked with the kind of issue that's important to them. They also ask me questions question about what the process is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I lead them through my process that starts off with this qualification meeting. And if we both qualify each other, then there's a discovery meeting where I go deep into not only what's important to them, but what they're doing to get there right now, what their strategy is, what their challenges are, what their resources are. Based on that, I give them a report back so that they understand that I understand what's important to them. Following that, I'll give them observations from my perspective that can be different than what they know about their business already. And then we can talk about a schedule for work Um, and we can refine that schedule, but only then do we talk about the commitment of time, energy, and dollars.
0: Gotcha. So
1: as we go through this conversation, they're likely to say, what about this? What about that? Tell me more about this.
0: And that's the way to do it. And it helps you customize your program around that person. Well,
1: thank you for saying that, because all of my work is customized. Um, That is part of what makes me unique. Um, I, you know, I have these different resources that I can work from and customize the schedule of work for that particular client to get what they want.
0: What do you do with a potential client that you're talking to that's just not a fit? I'm sure it's happened before, happens to all of us. Not everybody can use our business or be involved with us for one reason or another. How do you handle that if somebody's not a fit for you?
1: Uh, uh, Very clearly, um, part of my MO is to be direct. And um, and so it is uh, saying, here's your situation, here's likely to be what you need right now. And um, if I can, I'll provide them with uh, uh, referrals to people that can meet their needs. Uh, you know, that's the positive way to look at it. And I've um, also talked with people about the fact that they have to be ready, willing, and able. Now, and those are my qualification questions. Um, when I say ready, there can be um, critical issues that are not in place yet. And I can simply point them out. You talked about these critical issues that you need get in place before you can work with me. Um, willing, I talk about a score of uh, z- zero to 10. And in their own perspective, how willing are they to work with me? And I've had people say a 10 and other people say, well, seven, you know, something like that. And then ABLE, we look at their schedule and see what's on their plate and whether this is the right time to work together. What's Based based on that, I can refer them out or just simply acknowledge you've got this important uh, critical issue that it sounds like you better solve first.
0: I really like what you just said earlier. I want the audience to hear this is... They may not be ready now here, do these two things or these things. And let's make this happen so you can make a major impact instead of taking them on and working through the minutia and trying to make it work. I like that because a lot of people like to chase money and go, Hey, come work with Chuck. I'll get the money up front, but then it's either harder for you or it doesn't work for them. I wanted to point that out, which is really cool. I man, I'm learning a lot about you. This is great stuff your ideal client, I'm mean, I hate to use it, but who are you looking for that you really can help?
1: Sure. Right now I am focusing on manufacturers and of course there's subsets within manufacturing. Mm-hmm. I happen to have worked with um, computer manufacturers, uh, 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 pharmac- pharmacology, uh, farm equipment and food among others. And I, um, I would like to work with business owners between $1 and $20 million that are manufacturers. Now, my low-hanging fruit is that because of my years in business, I have extensive background in working with service organizations and clinicians. And so uh, I sometimes joke that the clinicians are manufacturers because they're providing the right service at the right time for the right patient, you know. (laughs) Um, so, but I, I see that commonality uh, in the service organizations and the manufacturers, and I've served them all. Um, and so, right now, I'm focusing on those businesses between one and $20 million.
0: How many years have you been doing this?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, many enjoyable years. So, it's uh, over 25, I forget exactly how many, but over 25.
0: Chuck, congratulations. And the reason I ask you that, one, to congratulate you, but two, audience, I want you to hear, to me, in serving, experience helps to serve even more. You can serve, you don't have experience, but Chuck, you have, you've seen it all, right? <laughs> well, maybe not all, but a lot.
1: I've seen a lot in such way that I can share the stories uh, with my clients. i uh uh, not only my client stories, but my own stories. Uh, I was working with a man the other day that um, um, needs to have, um, he's working on particular behavioral issues with his stakeholders. And so I shared, uh, um, it's dealing with respect and trust. And so I've been able to share with them uh, different techniques that um my other clients have done to gain the respect of their shareholders stakeholders that can't include their direct reports. And then, um, you know, some people like to hear family stories. And so I found ways to uh, gain the respect of my stepson. And it took a little bit of while, but we managed to live together for eight years successfully.
0: That's awesome. Well, tell me a story. One story that comes to your head that you want to share with the audience that's really transformed somebody and 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 gave them the freedom and profit that you're shooting for.
1: Sure. Well, I'm going to go. Um, I could go with larger businesses, but I'm going to focus on um, an attorney that I worked with recently who um, was not satisfied with his um, with his efficiency. And he had things that he wanted to accomplish. He wanted to actually be able to serve his clients um, in a more timely fashion. And at the same time, he had a book that he wanted to publish. So he saw me as his strategy guy. And uh, as we're going through this conversation about his background, he lets me know that he has ADHD. Are you familiar Mm. with that? Oh, yeah. Attention Deficit uh, Hyperactive Disorder, and um, he, he had other foibles as well. But in any case, uh, we talked about these things are not um, problems, they're strengths. Mm. And uh, actually, the military is hiring people that have ADHD as fighter pilots because amidst all of their, they can have a higher focus on what's important to them. Mm. So by understanding his strengths better, he was able to revise what he does to be more efficient. He finished his book, he um, tripled his income, and he took a, a vacation with his family, which he hadn't taken in several years. So right now he has a process going where he's reduced the scope of what he's doing Reduce the number of people reporting to him. He's a happier camper serving more clients.
0: And he got the vacation, which Chuck, sure. that's awesome. <laughs> we we lose sight of that, as you know, dealing with all these people. Work-life balances can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. You're very knowledgeable. I could tell you the experience, but you've learned from your experience. Have you read any good books lately that you want to
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I, share I, to the audience?
1: I, I, I am a continuous learner. And so I'm always uh, reading books. Um, You'll see a different book on the uh, notes of this, but today I want to talk to you about a book by Charles uh, Duhigg. uh, That's spelled D-U-H-I-G-G. And it's a book from uh, 2016 called Smarter, Faster, Better. The Transformative Power of Real Productivity. Hmm. I like this book because he gives so many Um, First, he he looks at different areas that we can work in and then supports it with great stories so that I, you know, I get to learn new things in an enjoyable way. Um, So it's a it's a fun read and um, I recommend it.
0: It's a great title. What have you learned from the book that you share with your clients to help them grow?
1: Well, You know, it can be just a nugget. Um, What he does is, um, he taught, you know, one of the big things that I work with is teams. Mm -hmm. And so he has a whole section on how you can make teams more productive. Well, actually, he starts out the whole book with a chapter on motivation. You know, if we can figure out what motivates people, we can be more productive, as I've already talked about in the story I shared. Um, He talks about focus. So where I know, you know, I deal with these things with my clients. Uh, If nothing else, I've got a new story to share.
0: That's good. Because stories we talked about before the show, they're so important because it really brings out you, brings out what you can do but it also brings out what's possible because money always has that dynamic of what's possible with money. Can I do a million dollars a month? You know? Yeah. Anything's possible with the right person. Like working with you, Chuck, you set goals, I'm sure. So what's one thing that's all of these years, it's been consistent problem that you've had to solve with your clients regarding your more profit, more freedom. Well,
1: I, and it's also part of my brand. Um what um, I like to say, there's different ways I tell my story, but um, in using three words, my three words are people, strategy, and execution with an emphasis on execution. I've talked to so many potential clients with the fact that they go through an exercise with some kind of advisor and they get the plan done without executing it. And so what makes me unique is, uh, and to answer your question, too many individuals have a roadblock to achieving their goal. And uh, if we come up with an action plan, I put them through an exercise to find out what the roadblock would be to that particular action item. And then we talk about Mitigation strategies, military right. term. I had to learn what that meant myself. <laughs> but you know, it's it's getting that roadblock out of the way, and uh, because we talk about roadblocks and mitigation before we get started, they come up with an action plan that's more realistic. So, if you will, I I make sure that we talk about those kinds of things. But um, to answer your question, the biggest problem I'm finding is that there's something in the way of people achieving their goal, and it's my job to help them sort that out. That's
0: huge. Audience, listen to that, because goals goals are the big thing. That's what we do more profit, more freedom. I keep saying his company name, because I love it. But if you don't have a goal, you can't have profit or freedom, Right. Right. Pretty right. passionate about, it, yeah, and you help get that. And there's all these action steps that you do to help X, Y, Z company or CEO, whoever it may be, to get right. to that goal.
1: Steve, because of the way you're saying that, that's another part of my brand, and that is chunking things down to um, incremental steps and uh, continuous growth. So you know, if you've got this big honk and goal, you know, what's the first step? Let's get that one out of the way, and Let not just get it out of the way, let's come up with a a method to get that first step done. You know, we're not just going to say step one, go do it. No, it's got, you know, what do you need to get it done?
0: Benito in Spanish. Benito. Uh And 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 we're getting an end here. I I could talk, audience, I could talk to this guy all day. I'm learning so much. It's awesome. Um, But how about, how is, well, that leads to action, indecision. I see it all over, indecisiveness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's something I would assume you're working with as well with the uh, these clients?
1: Indecisiveness? Yeah. Um, I do deal with that. And it, so if you will, it's kind of dealing with that ready, willing, and able to make a decision. Um, so it's, um, you know, there's there's something going on there. Um, so let's clarify what it is uh, to make a decision. And some people know what their decision needs to be, and I have to pull it out of them. Um, so it, it can happen different ways, but um, um, you know, people can say, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, by the end of our conversation, they do know what they want to do.
0: Just because of that, I would want people to reach out to you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Because
0: I see, and no, you're welcome, Chuck, Is I see indecisiveness as a backbreaker, a roadblock, as you were talking about earlier, for companies, people, personal and professional across the world. You know, COVID dropped in a lot of indecisiveness, right?
1: So I've got a short story for you. Yeah. That is, if I don't make a decision and there's ice cream on the table, I don't get ice cream. And if I'm willing to declare, I'll get either chocolate or vanilla but I'll get ice cream. And so it's helping people go through their ambivalence to make a decision.
0: I like the ice cream. I'm an ice cream fan. I shouldn't have it, but thank you for talking about ice cream. It's almost dinner time here. I think I know what my dessert is today. Don't tell my wife. Well, Chuck, yeah, man, this has been great. I thank you for being on the show. Uh, more profit, more freedom. I can keep saying that it's a great brand, but money is so, Emotional, complicated. Mm -hmm. People need you. And listeners, please reach out to Chuck. Shout out your contact information, how they can get a hold of you after they listen to this show.
1: Sure. Well, the website is moreprofitmorefreedom.com. They can look me up on LinkedIn as Chuck Scherenberg. And I guess there's also a business page, More Profit, More Freedom. So either through LinkedIn or through my website. Be happy to... uh, Have a complimentary conversation uh, with anyone that chooses to contact me.
0: Chuck, thank you for saying that because I was going to ask. Reach out to him. You've got questions. You've got a business, 1 million or more, and you're struggling a little bit with money or just your business because your business all ties to the bottom line, which is the M O N E, the green stuff. It's called money. Chuck, I loved you. You left us so many nuggets of knowledge. Again, I want to thank you. This has been fantastic. What's one piece of advice you can give my audience to help them that you've learned over these years?
1: I believe that business owners need to talk to their stakeholders. Now, that can be their investors, their peers, their direct reports, their vendors, and most importantly, their customers. I had a client that thought they had it all together. Their business, their industry was being disrupted. So they came up with a new mission, vision, and action plan, and they took it to their stakeholders. And the stakeholders said, the vision is not inspiring. The the vision is uh, too broad and the action plan is unrealistic. So they redid it. They came up with a vision mission that is inspiring And a vision that is focused on their unique ability and an action plan that's there that has spawned creativity and progress. They couldn't have done it without their stakeholders.